It's your favorite final boy and girl, Alex and Emily, coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me with a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. This is a special episode that will not be following our normal structure, as this is going to be another YouTube exclusive. As our episodes generally focus on a single movie, today we're going to talk about all of the Prom Night movies. We're going to rank the movies, rank the killers, and we're going to rank our favorite death scenes. So as we just released an in-depth episode covering the first movie in the series, we're not going to focus too much on that one. Um, So Emily, how about you kick us off and read the back of the boxes for films two through four so we can put out a little context. Okay, so part two. And I'll read this and then we can talk about it just a little bit, so... Um, you can't keep a bad girl down. Beautiful and innocent Vicki Carpenter seems a shoe-in for prom queen, but Mary Lou Maloney, dead for 30 years, also wants the crown and returns from the grave to possess Vicky's body. After tormenting and brutally butchering Vicky's friends, Mary Lou successfully transports panic-stricken Vicky into a hellish purgatory. With the competition out of the way, hell-bent and armed with deadly powers, Mary Lou's got places to go, people to kill, and a crown to win. 1987? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of this one? Uh, I mean, it's my favorite in the whole series. It's It's got everything. It's It's... It's I don't know. It's like taking an homage of other other horror movies and other creators. You know that people call it Carrie on Elm Street. It's got a lot of queer aspect to it um, uh, that I, I love. Carrie on I, Carrie on Elm Street is a really good uh, descriptor for it. Yeah, I mean, and they try to make this one. This is definitely sort of serious. A supernatural slasher with some serious um, energy going on with it. A lot of surreal kind of um, dreams and again, you know, some weird sexual undertone throughout the movies. Um, but I just, I love it. I, it's, it's just, it's pure 80s cheese, but also that Freddy Krueger dreamlike. Ugh, anyway, what about you? <laughs> what do you rank it? I mean, not, not rank it. I'm sorry. What what do you rate it? I'll what give it a in the rankings. Later? I'll get it a four out of five stars. Wow. OK. Yeah, it's huge. Um, I love it. <laughs> it, is, it is not my favorite in the series, but. Um, and like I said, I had a, I had problems getting through it and not it wasn't really because of the content. I just kept getting lost because I was like half paying attention. So, um <laughs> But but that, that I mean that's a sign that it's not my favorite because it didn't really hold my attention as much. So uh, I probably give it like a two and a half out of five because mm. I think I, I don't think I gave prom night a very I think I probably gave it like a three point five or something like that. I, I can't remember. But um, and I don't think it's as good as the first one. So I'll move on to part three, the last kiss. If you're ready, yeah, let's do it. 30 years ago, prom queen Mary Mary Lou Maloney died in a fire at Hamilton High. But this hot tomato just won't stay dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) She's come back for some fun. She falls in love with a handsome hunk, Alex, and suddenly the boy is earning straight A's and scoring for the football team as well as with the love-struck Mary Lou. But Mary Lou's magic turns to murder when anyone can get in her way. 
as the as the body count grows, Alex is no longer sure he can handle this vicious vixen. But there is no escape, as Alex learns when he dares to resist Mary Lou's hot lips. Nineteen eighty nine. There we go. It was like really small on this thing. <laughs> Your thoughts on this one? Um, I, I I like this one. I do like this one still. Um, it, you know, it's the only one basically that's a direct sequel. They, these are the only two that, that connect, connect holistically. Yeah. I mean, they all have the quote: "It's not who you come with; it's who takes you home." Mm-hmm. And then I think Brock Simpson is an actor. He's in all four of them as different characters. But that's the only connecting factors of these movies, except for these two. Like. So I really like how they are it's together. It's random. It's 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 kind of random, yeah. Yeah, and and this one though, it's a lot more. It's less serious, and it's got more comedy. And it's they're trying to put more on Mary Lou as she gets, you know, um, I don't know, a little one-linery and a little more Freddy. Yeah, yeah. I think that they really were going that route. I do I, too, because I feel like this one has a lot of um, similarities to part two of Nightmare on Elm Street as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going... Well, yeah, I just... They really could have done more with Mary Lou Maloney, I think. And I don't know what... We'll get to it, but, like, why they just chose this fourth one to, like, totally... abandon that. Yes, it made no sense to me. But I... I, I, This one has really a lot of fun kills for me. Yeah, this one's really fun. Um, The comedy, it's it's well-placed, I think. Yeah, and I like... um, And growing up, this is the one... I guess the second one as well, but this one more so um, because of the, the the man on the cover. I was always drawn to this cover because it has this hot guy on a motorcycle with her in his dress kicking her legs all up. Like I was just also, always also I love the main guy. Oh yeah, he's great. I mean, this is a fun movie. And I like the girlfriend that like his other girlfriend, um, his real girlfriend, like his real life girl, not real life, but you know the one that's not dead. Um, but I think that he's like a final boy kind of in this. So, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And that was a, another, I mean, it was sort of cause the girl, um, I guess her name was Sarah, right. The, at the very end. Um, yeah. So you think yeah. she's a final girl because he's sort of, he's sort of the killer sort of not cause he's kind of being possessed, but kind of not or whatever. Uh, but I no, think I think he's more, I think he's more just being, it's kind of like a Candyman situation where yeah. she's coming in and doing stuff and he's getting blamed, which that mm. usually bothers me in movies because it makes me really anxious. But in this movie, I didn't mind it. Well, and he was like cleaning up the covering up the scene sometimes and like taking, right? Wasn't he like burying some bodies? And... Well, he had to. Yeah. I mean, because he knew they, that like he was going to be blamed because how are they going to believe it's this like ghost yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a good one. I, I enjoyed that one as well. So I thought that they did they did well with two to three. I agree, and I and well, I, and I. So you, what do you uh, rate that one out of five? Probably a three to three to a three and a half. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a three. I, I like it more than the second one. Actually, yeah, I think I'm gonna give it like a three point two five. Gotcha. So I'll move on to part four, which, yeah, once again, this really doesn't make sense that they completely, I don't, I mean, maybe they thought, maybe I guess it wasn't doing well, or they, the Mary, Mary Lou Maloney wasn't doing well, so they were like, let's go back to, like, the more seriousness of of the first one, even though it has nothing to do with the first one, but. I will say that I liked Mary Lou the character and the actress in the second one more than the third one. Oh, I, I like I think I liked her more. I wish they would have stuck with her at least because she just didn't she just didn't 
she, I mean, she looked, she was giving off more 90s vibes, and the Mary Lou and two was giving off more mid 80s vibes to me. I just didn't. Yeah, I, I think I just thought the, the one in the third one was prettier, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, well, she is. Um, prom Night 4, Deliver Us from Evil, the back of the box. A maniacal killer stalks two young couples on the night of their prom in this fourth installment of the hit Prom Night series. I don't know if I'd go that far, but... <laughs> After 33 years in captivity, a possessed man who is evil beyond imagination escapes and makes his way to a monastery he knows from his youth. But it is now a summer home where four teens are celebrating prom night in their own special way. The kids intended to make this an evening to remember. Their uninvited guest turns it into a night of unspeakable terror that you'll never forget. 1992. Mm. What, do you, what did you think about this one? <laughs> I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Uh, I don't know why they tried to go serious again. Um, that the, the <laughs> killer is is ridiculous. Like yeah, they and in this... in that isn't the actor in, that plays that the possessed. I, I mean, I guess he was a priest or what? Yeah, he was a priest coming back because he had been possessed. Isn't that played by the kid from the first, like the one that's in all four of them? Yeah, Father Colin. That's what I thought. Yeah, Brock Simpson is the guy's name. It's in all four. He plays, I think, young Nick in the first one. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. So. um yeah, and I mean, keeping this drug. Father drug... Jaeger. Wait, no. <sighs> is that his name? No, Father Colin is Brock Simpson. Okay. I don't know if it's Jaeger or Father Colin that wakes up, but Brock Simpson plays Father Colin. I, I, thought, I just know that. <laughs> I Again, I, I got a little confused. Um, there was a lot of walking down the I monastery. I thought it was Jonas. Yeah, Colin. Jonas is the Jonas is the, is the catatonic one. Right. He's he's okay. the yeah. He's the one chained up and tied up and drugged up and starts killing people okay, for no, for no, was, for okay, no reason. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of too long of people just walking around this monastery. Oh my God. Like too long every, the, them like doing nothing at the house. Nothing at the house. Like uh, there's no party. Yeah. They go like they're, they're, I mean, so, you know, they, they kind of hide away. They go to this, they ditch the prom and go to this like lake house or something. But, and that's where the father Jonas is like hiding out or whatever, but like super boring. How did th there's too many plot holes. I just couldn't get past it. And again, the killer sucked. He bored me and there weren't really any fun deaths. It was all just like throat slit stabbed. It was a typical boring slasher. I say boring slasher only from the standpoint of the other movies have shown us what more, what they can do. And even though the, I mean, I wouldn't, uh, the, I think the, another reason this is kind of a YouTube exclusive is because part two and three, they have slasher elements, but, uh, it, there's a lot of like this supernatural stuff. So, yeah, I'd say they're just as much a slasher as like, not, I, th I think the four, I think the fourth one is more of a straight up slasher than the others. Um, oh well, yeah, because there's zero supernatural well, element besides to it. One. Other than the other than other the Virgin than Mary, possessed, and he's possessed <laughs> or whatever. But like I, and I remembered liking this one the most. And then I when I rewatched it, I was like, this sucks. Like nothing, nothing is happening. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but there we we have I mean, the sexual yeah, abuse from priests. So there they, was they, an early, early reference to like you know priests diddling boys <laughs> yeah i guess all all well at least the final three of these movies all sort of have this weird sexual undertone and message based whether it be 
you know, like the, prom night two or three. She's like, this is a free country. And right then it's like going on, like I can do whatever I want. And that's like going on when the AIDS is really rampant, rampant. And mm-hmm. so like, it's like a little poke at that. And then this is a poke at like, um, Catholicism. And well, all of them have, uh, all the sequels, I mean, have this, yeah. uh, but have this, uh, I guess like Catholic theme, which yeah. is not present in the first one, which, I mean, there's nothing present in these except for that one actor that right, makes right. any sense for the whole, like to be in a series. Right. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. <laughs> I can't think it. There's, there are a few other, there aren't many, but there are a few other series that like where they have, they just tacked on the name because it would make much like, I guess, troll Two. <laughs> you know, I mean, they tacked it, on the name and it had nothing to yeah. do with the first one. But this yeah. was like, this is one of the big ones that stands out to me where it's just like, uh, why? <laughs> but, right. Right, but, um, it, but if they change, like, if they had changed the name, well, they were told. Two, they were told. They were told. To, I mean, they had to add that on. That was not the original. Right, it was like title. a haunting of something high school or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it was not supposed to have anything to do with prom night, but they wanted to capitalize on, on right. prom night. And, God, and I, I can't guess, remember what the other big one is that does that. We'll think about it. Um, but. But I don't know that this would have ha- we would have had the success with Prom Night too that we do have like the cult kind of success that had it had it had a different name because I don't know that people would have really seen it otherwise. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, uh, so what do you rate Part Four? Half a star. Half. Oh my god! And you were Pro- rating Blood Sisters and uh, <laughs> and like Blood Tracks. I was giving them like half a star. I think I said in Sorority House Massacre, if I didn't have any nostalgia with it, I wouldn't give it a star. Which, right. going back, compared to Blood Tracks and Blood Sisters, I would give it more of a star than that. But, uh, yeah, I, I would I would give it only because it has one good kill, in my opinion, and the production's okay, and whatever. I'll give it, like, a one. Yeah, I mean, I think I wouldn't is, watch it again. I don't. Well, probably, I might, I might watch it again if I was doing like a marathon of the movies. But I think this is probably the lowest rated movie I've ever done on our podcast. No, it definitely is. I was miserably bored. Um, Ninety two was not a good year. I don't think. <laughs> well, yeah, and this is another thing that we, we don't really rate. I mean, we don't go into movies from, which I guess we will end up doing that on one more movie ex- that I know of. Yeah. In the future, but um. Usually we don't write 90s movies, but uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, um, okay, you want to give your rankings of the movies? So you include Prom Night 1. Yeah, so I'll just go 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah. So and, and if you're living on this planet, it's no shock to anyone right now that Prom Night 4, Deliver Us From <laughs> Evil, is the worst for me. If, or if you were not living on this planet, but if you were listening to this podcast at, at all. <laughs> Well, that's true too. I mean, I, I've been <laughs> tweeting about this movie. I've been all all up in arms about how I hate this movie. Oh, I gotta um, read your I gotta read your um, letterbox reviews. Yes. The when you did the blood cult one. Is that when I just wrote it why? Just said, it just said why. Uh, my 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 letterbox review for Prom Night Four: Delivers from Evil said Prom Night more like Catholic Church Night. Yawn. <laughs> which actually makes it seem a little more interesting than just the word why but i mean would you rather watch this or blood cult <laughs> i think i'd rather watch blood cult blood just cult. for the scene just for the scene with the uh ex- like um with the trash can 
Yeah. Oh with, my the, God. With, the, with the salad fingers in the trash can. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, there were some funny scenes in that movie. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, then part three, I mean, part, number three, I'm ranking part three, The Last Kiss. And that doesn't mean I dislike it. I mean, there has to be a third place. I really liked part three. Yeah. Um, just not as much as I liked part one, which is my number two. I like part one because it is iconic. It did. It, it, I say it started the franchise, but like these aren't connected. So it's like hard to even say it started this, but it did. Start oh, the also Paul Z- Zaza or uh-huh. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he did the music for all of them, which I oh. thought was interesting. Oh yeah. I, I love the first movie's music anyway. Well, um, and the second one is just like, and the third one, it's like, well, did he just like get the oldies? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, right. The soap, the soda shop music. I, I mean, guess just, just the score, I guess. But yeah, Prom Night 2, sorry, sorry, Prom Night 1 is number 2 for me. But Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, it rhymes. It's number 1. It's perfect. Um, I just love, you know, and they have characters. They have Mr. Craven. They have Vicky Carpenter. I like they how have, you just said they have characters. Well, the character's name's Mr. Craven, <laughs> I know, I know. Vicky Carpenter, Mr. Romero. Um, and then, you know, the homoerotic locker room scenes, like, you know, that kind of parodies or, or – goes along with a nightmare on elm street too mary lou maloney is just a, an iconic queen and i'm here for it um so yeah that's my rankings and then prom about... night one is your number one i mean no, was... sorry prom night two prom night two sorry yeah prom night two. okay mine would be i just have one switched um one uh four would be prom night four deliver us from evil um, then three would be Hello Mary Lou Prom Night Two, and then I know, and then <laughs> I know, and then Prom Night Prom Night Three would be next, and then the original would be next. Oh wow! Four. I'm surprised. I wouldn't. Yeah. Have, I wouldn't have p- expected you to put the original as your favorite. Well, I mean, I didn't really. For me, this series is slim picking. So, I mean, <laughs> but, but and, and I mean, it's not. No. It's not. It's not. It's still not a raving review for, <laughs> yeah. for any for any of them, in my opinion. But I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it's it's fun enough. Like it was more fun than I had remembered it. Like I said, the original prom night and the podcast we did on prom night, I, it surprised me how much I liked it because I didn't like it before. So. Yeah, and I actually had just talked to a, a friend, and um, he had I'd seen that we have a lot of the similar ratings on obscure horror movies, and he would rated Hello, Mary Lou Prom that to one and a half stars. And I was like, you know, we've been talking about uh, books and movies for a little bit today, but like, I just want to let you know I'm really offended. <laughs> and he was like, because and he had no right. He had no review. He didn't even write a review. I, about, for it. I thought you were about to say I have. No, he has no right. <laughs> <laughs> you have he has no, no right to have that. No, you, you can have that right. You can. But usually <laughs> he writes reviews, like really in depth analysis on why he does and doesn't love a certain movie on his letterbox. He has great reviews, and he wrote nothing. And I was like, shit, it didn't even get you a review. Was it that terrible? So he rewatched it. And he changed his rating to a four, and loved it. Um. But anyway, so I, I, I swayed somebody to love this movie. <laughs> okay, so what are your um, favorite kill? I mean, well, this is going to be obvious. <laughs> Who are your top three killers, three to one? I mean, I can I guess on this, but go ahead. Yeah. Why don't I just guess? It's it's um, Father Joy, whatever his name is. See, at least I know his name. Father jo- Joyce, Jonas. Jo- Father Joyce. <laughs> That's like sister brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Father Jonas, right? Yeah, he's my number three. I mean, the okay. nice tipped crucifix is kind of cool, but he's the lamest killer in the world. And then, yeah, and then uh, Alex. 
Yeah, you know, I, I was going to have him as number one, to be honest. I did switch him around. Um, and he still might be my number one. I don't really know. I'm, my favorite kills come from Mary Lou, but then I was really sympathetic and I felt bad for Alex and their whole yeah. situation and the whole story with him and Kim. And, you know, you really feel sympathy Me for him. Robin? You know, well, Kim and Robin. And Kim. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole, all three of them, you know, their, their whole story. And I don't know. Um, I mean, he can't swing an axe to save his life, but I do feel bad for him. So, <laughs> and it was dull. You know what? He's still my number two. Sorry. Sympathy doesn't get you anywhere with me. So he's still my number two. <laughs> <laughs> number one is Mary Lou because she, again, Stan, an iconic queen. All right. Well, I guess you can probably guess what mine are. I'm a pop. Uh, yeah. I'm going to guess yours is number three is father Joyce. Joyce, yes. <laughs> <laughs> number two is Mary Lou, and number one is Alex. Yep. Got it. Good you got it, dude. You got it, dude. But <laughs> I hate myself for that. Just I love you. I, I actually just posted um, a tweet today about, I was like, this is not related to horror movies, but I was like, nobody told me that Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland is on Amazon Prime. Nobody. And I posted this, I posted the gif that said, how rude. So... <laughs> I mean, how random that we're, I love horror, but then I want to watch Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Yeah, I don't really know what your problem is right now. <laughs> I, like, but okay. Um, so, okay, your favorite kills five to one. Okay. So number five, I've got Mr. Walker from Prom Night 3. Um, That's a good he, one. Yeah, so, you know, she's coming at him in whatever, I guess the ice cream shop. Or yeah, it, it, that's really fun. I don't it's know where really it is. Weird. I like it. It's in the science lab, I think. Yeah, I was like, yeah, but she stabs his hands with sharp waffle ice cream cones, and then she drills him in the face with an electric mixer. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, number four, I put Josh from Prom Night 2 when he's electrocuted through the computer. I just thought the oh, yeah. graphics were, like, super <laughs> cheesy and terrible. Yeah. Like, it looks like, a like I mean, well, this is probably it, saying— It reminded me of that episode of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark when that— um. Oh my god! Like they, you know, the guy like has that he hacks the computer game, and that little like that little person comes out as like a monster. <laughs> it's so stupid, but like that's what the graphics looked like to me. Actually, those graphics were better, which isn't saying much, but they're I mean, both yeah. from Canada. And it looked like Power Rangers when they're morphing. Yeah, like with those lightning bolts and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, number three, I got Miss Richards from Prom Night Three. She gets. Oh. She's a bitch, and she totally deserved it. She was yep. just such a see you next Tuesday, and um, and I didn't like her Edna Mode vibes. Like I like Edna Mode from the the movies, um, The Incredibles, but I didn't like her as Miss Richards here. And but yeah, she gets like sits down in like it looks like a, a hair dryer, like a old fifties hair dryer thing or something like a trap, and then they just pour battery acid mm -hmm. that looks like clay brown clay mud or whatever all over her but r rips her face to shreds yep that was like that was good um number two i have lou farmer from the original prom night i i just i, I love the flashing lights Ours are so similar oh my electric, god okay electric boogaloo going on here with the decapitation the flashing catwalk on the axe or no, the, the flashing lights, the flashing lights, 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 lights. lights. yes yes We'll have to do a Kanye song with that. <laughs> um, but, I, and you know, we liked it. We talked about, you know, even though it was really his head through a hole in the floor, it was still. It was really cool, especially for it. like 1980. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking yeah. Like, um, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> fucking yeah. <laughs> so number one, I, I put Mary Lou Maloney. Um, I thought it was really cool when she, you know, it's 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 no secret I love Stephen King and I love Carrie. So this is a great nod to that. And it's a prank that they're pulling on her her boyfriend because she was messing around with another man on at the prom. So he gets up top and drops a stink bomb from the rafters, but the stink bomb just totally torches her dress and, and burns her all alive. So I thought that was that's that. And that set in motion two whole movies. So, yeah. What, what are yours? Um, okay. My number uh, five is I, and I did pick it from part four. It's Laura when she scalped with the knife tip crucifix. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was the only that was cool one. And then the only other thing about that was not cool, but like shocked me at that whole movie is when they walk out and two of his friends are like burning tied to a giant crucifix. Yeah. Like that shocked me and that would have scared the hell out of me. So but yeah, anyway, sorry. What was your four? My four and three kind of tie and it's Mr. Walker and Miss Richards. Uh, same same as yours, the, the hands impaled to the counter with ice cream cones, the electric mixer drilled through the face for Mr. Walker, and the um, the drenched in battery acid for Miss Richards. Yes. So, uh, my number two is Monica from the second one, when she's compacted mm. in the locker. Um, oh, yeah, that was pretty the, cool. The telekinesis and chair, like, it's a, it doesn't even look like blood spilling out. It's just like... It just shocked like me, yeah. Pink ooze. I loved it. I loved it. It was like, it literally is like, you know, crushing a Coke can and then boof, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that. And then my number one is Lou Farmer. Very good. Updated with an X. So, um, yeah. I have, I have, um, two honorable mentions that I wanted to share. One of the honorable mentions for top kill is that motherfucking dance floor in part one. Jamie Lee uh, Curtis yeah. slays the hell of it and high kicks it to death in the face. So boom. And, 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 uh, my, my favorite Nick throws his head back. So. Oh my God. Yes. I, I was actually, when I was listening to our episode the other day, um, I was walking around my house, literally just like, I, I have nest cams. I can pull up the footage, but I was just walking around my house, walking around my house, doing high kicks. <laughs> I wish that I could do that right now, or throw my head back, and maybe that's why I liked it. Yeah, because I can't, because I, I can't throw my head back right now. <laughs> you're 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 walking around the house, kind of like the um all the all the dead people in the very beginning of Mary Lou or Prom Night Three, where they're all like in Purgatory okay. Hell Prom or whatever. Oh, me. Like that's, fucking... that's me right now, always, because <laughs> oh, I'm just listening to disco. <laughs> so trying to throw my head back and, I can't. and they're only doing the can-can or whatever with one leg because you have to chain to the ground we didn't really talk about the, the fact that you know she busts out of hell and like her grave and everything anyway my 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 last honorable mention is my soul um when what? In, yeah rip <laughs> Um, because when the possessed unicorn looks at me and tries to kill me in prom, oh my two, god, or possessed rocking horse, I want to no, call the unicorn, but that I was terrifying. I know it's really, really creepy, and I like you can see it is silly, and I, I it's it has like a I think that uh, people that really like Evil Dead 2 probably like this movie, honestly. Um, because like the, the I could totally see that rocking horse in Evil Dead 2. Oh yeah, which is which, and Evil Dead Two is not my thing. I, I don't understand it, and I know people love it, but like, I saw it way too early. I saw it right after I watched the first Evil Dead, and yeah. so I was like eight or seven, and I was like, why? 
<laughs> I, I mean, I rented it because I, you know, liked Evil. I liked Evil Dead. Okay, and then I rented. I was like, what's happening? Like, why is this is a sequel. Why are they doing it again? And like, just being like silly with it. So I was, I, I never yeah, liked it. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it, it just, and I'm not a big fan of Sam Raimi and everyone knows that too. So, um, um, but the scene with the possessed, but it reminds me a lot that yeah. that horse does anyway. Well, and the funny thing too. And so when you're getting like those vibes from it, I also like, I kind of, even though it was creepy and like it had snarling lips and red eyes and stuff, I would kind of also keep laughing because in the back of my mind, I just kept imagining um, this scene from a movie called Career Opportunities with Jennifer Connelly, where she's riding this little horsey, like in a in a grocery store. One of those, she's just bouncing up and down on this little horsey, and it's so sexual and weird that I couldn't see this mean old horse and not think of her riding him. <laughs> the weirdest. Is that the weirdest thing? Well, I hate Jennifer Connelly also. God, you just hate I, I really, I do. I don't. I do. We've talked about <laughs> a lot of things I don't like. I don't like Jennifer Connelly. That she has got, she's a bitch. Oh my and God. I don't like, I don't like Evil Dead 2. You know, These are like Raimi. unpopular opinions. Um, so whatever. I yeah. don't really care. Um, I think that in this uh, special, we should give a shout out real quick just because it had to do with the prom. And I think we should shout out someone on YouTube that posts the best comments and is awesome and listens to all of our podcasts on YouTube. And that person's name is Loved Diced Onions. I mean, does Toma- Diced Tomatoes. 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 Love Diced Tomatoes. <laughs> and they had a perfect idea that summed up all of like every backstory um, that we have in our lives. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you have that to that read. are in the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, um, yeah, I, I was crying, crying. <laughs> it was so perfect. So we love you, love diced tomatoes. And uh, I read that to my husband too, and he just started laughing so hard. Um, okay, so this is what it says: uh, If slashers ever make a comeback, which you know they have, but um, somewhat anyway, I have a great idea for one loosely inspired by this movie, which was Prom Night. Wilson holds a. <laughs> that's the guy that um, was in the yearbook photo, the um, freshman year of our high school year. That was just a picture of Alex. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so funny. I know. <laughs> Poor it. It was just like when it got like when it got to you, it was just like. Hey, I'm back. It, it was just like zoomed in a little bit. Yes, okay, who's sorry. Back, back again. Sorry. This is probably why we have one troll. I, I realize why we have one troll is because I, um, when Wow and I listen, especially the Dark Power on, on Half Speed, like, like, <laughs> we do sound like country fucks. Maybe this person is listening to us on Half Speed. Oh my God. Anyway, okay. Wilson Wilson holds a grudge against Alex over the fucked up, fucked up yearbook picture. And at the 30 year class reunion, someone is slashing their way through everyone on the yearbook committee. You think it's Wilson? <laughs> Until Alex, our final boy, unmasks the axe wielding killer. And it's his best friend, Emily. <laughs> still, still pissed off that Alex got second degree burns on his face before prom. Shocking and sad. <laughs> <laughs> also oh, there's a kick-ass scene with alex and emily burning up the dance floor and russell todd is the principal of course <laughs> I, I, I would watch the shit out of that <laughs> i would watch it so hard <laughs> i don't know who you are loved diced tomatoes but like we we love you 
God, love diced tomatoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mary Lou, is it the back of the box call or a hot tomato? Oh, yes. <laughs> Mary Lou, is that you? Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. Hold on. It's, that's why, where I had to stop because I was like, what? Um, let's see. Is it in the second one? I thought it was the third one where you called it a hot oh, tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me find it. <laughs> so stupid. Um, this hot this hot tomato just won't say dead. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I've never no, I've never heard of anyone called. Well, I guess I mean, hot, have you ever heard of anyone called a hot tomato? <laughs> I've heard of hot potato. Yeah, I know, but that wouldn't be like fitting for this description anyway. Whatever. Um. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, that's our kind of you know summary of the of the other movies and prom night yeah i mean we aren't really going to talk about the remake <laughs> nope uh well nope. i'm not <laughs> we're not i mean nope nope so that's it so i'll just say uh stay gagged on hot hot hot, hot potatoes hot tomatoes hot fucking tomatoes oh god stay gagged on everything stay gagged on the dance floor stay gagged stay... on uh ice cream cones that'll kill you Stay gagged on wooden crucifixes to the face. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Stay gagged on a dull axe. Uh, I, I think also I was listening to this one on ha or prom night on half speed. And um, I, when I say glass shard, no, I was shard. listening to your, your, you sent that, that to me. <laughs> I was dying. Glass shard. Yeah. Was, oh my gosh. So funny. And then I was like, Stay fucking gag. <laughs> People think yeah, we're if, if, if you want to, uh, if you want to hear us sound like insane, well, way it's we sound wasted and like we're from like the butthole of like seriously, like I mean, I wouldn't say where we're from is like the you know most progressive place or like the greatest place to live, but it's like I'm talking about Appalachian butthole city like where they don't like they can't go to school because they can't get to school or something that's what we sound like <laughs> yeah blizzard's on half speed friend, but, 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 not friend of mine accidentally first. accidentally did it too and, and and let me know and i just spent, i spent three hours listening to us on half speed <laughs> crying the dark, the dark power was my favorite one because like uh we we are we do a even more southern accent on some parts of that one. Oh, making fun but, of earl Earl and Cletus, and also when I talk like uh, Ranger Gerard, and I'm like, rrr, rrr, rrr. I'm talking about, I'm also oh, talking he's about, trying like, to be drunk. Yeah, and I'm talking about the background character that's like, he won't do anything, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> really slow. It sounds so dumb. <laughs> so anyway, stay gagged on prom night. Stay gagged on prom night, everybody. You should go crash a high schooler's prom night. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's some expo center somewhere that. Where they're gonna have one, even through the pandemic, because people are getting vaccinated. So, well, no, yeah. I guess they would have had it last month. Yeah, that, next yeah. year, next year, <laughs> next year we're crashing proms. <laughs> we're gonna make a movie called Prom Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be. It would be better than Wedding Crashers of it. Uh, let's stay gagged on that thought. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with another special YouTube exclusive. Ha have a good prom night next year. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.